Welcome to or welcome back to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Phillips, and my goal is to empower you to take that next step on your health and fitness journey. As a fitness, health, and lifestyle entrepreneur, I will share with you stories of triumph, struggle, optimism, and empowerment in all aspects of fitness and health from myself and many guests who have overcome the same obstacles you are working through today. Let's dive into today's topic and get you some actionable steps to apply to your journey. So welcome back to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast, everyone. Today is the 16th of May, and I'm super excited to be discussing the topic, which is seven steps to a cleaning out your fridge and your pantry. It's so interesting. For those of you listening on the podcast, I'm also recording this live on my Facebook page, so I might be talking to both of y'all at the same time. (laughs) It's kind of interesting when I'm used to recording just audio and now I see myself in a video too and I'm like okay where's my attention who am I talking to so bear with me I'm trying to make sure I get the most out of this content for everybody so before we dive into the topic of cleaning out the fridge and the pantry I want to touch on a couple of other things kind of like some weekly updates and notices so the first is that I have been following somebody online for quite some time. His name is Chase Tuning, and he actually was one of the people who kind of inspired me to start my own podcast. And I left a review on his podcast about a week and a half, maybe two weeks ago. His podcast is called Ever Forward Radio, and it's a lot about fitness and health and empowerment and moving forward with your life and just moving through things, moving past things, moving into a higher elevated self. So he is sponsored by a company called Four Sigmatic, which is a like a coffee... I think it's a full coffee company. And so because I wrote this review for him, I was chosen as a winner for a giveaway for this Four Sigmatic coffee. So he sent me a a box of goodies from Four Sigmatic. So I'm gonna open these right here and let you know what's in them. And then I'll let you know again what my thoughts are as like a review on the products. Cause it's, the product that really includes a lot of mushrooms is kind of my understanding and they have like coffees and hot cocoa. I've only just heard amazing things so I just wanted to kind of do this little unboxing here and talk about it. So it looks like we have this Power On Fruity Medium Four Sigmatic Mushroom Coffee Mix. So if you're watching the video, here is what it looks like. So a mushroom coffee mix. This is so interesting. All right, nutrition facts, zero calories, zero fat, zero carbs, zero protein, everyday magic. So there's 100% Arabica coffee, which I didn't know until recently reading a magazine. It was a Time magazine and the whole issue was on coffee that Arabica coffee is like a higher quality coffee than Robusta. So if you see Arabica, that is higher quality. We've got 50 milligrams of caffeine, I think per serving. And it looks like it's got extracted mushrooms and then 250 milligrams of lion's mane and 250 milligrams of chaga. So I'm not quite sure what those things are. 
but we'll have to find out. It sounds so interesting. So ingredients, organic instant coffee powder, organic lion's mane extract, organic chaga extract, organic rhodiola rosea extract, wild crafted. So vegan, USDA organic, certified paleo. So if you're interested in any of those things, well, then I guess you'll have to um, stay tuned for the review. But it looks like we get little, little packets here. They say mushroom coffee. Have you ever heard of a mushroom coffee before? I'm so intrigued. I've heard a bunch of influencers that are that use this, that are sponsored by them, and they have just nothing but really amazing things to say. And I'm a huge coffee fan. I've already had three espressos today. It's kind of a problem. I don't know. Is it a problem? Is it a problem? I'm not really sure. Anyway, the other thing that he sent me was a, okay, it's called Drop and Give Me Zen. That's cute. Re-ish, Re-isha, Re-isha, Re-isha Mushroom elixir mix. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, but this is also five calories per serving, zero fat, zero sodium, one carb, zero protein. Ingredients are organic ratia extract, organic field mint extract, organic rose hips extract, and organic Tulsi extract. And if you open, let's see, so this has log grown reishi, reishi, Mild to earthy, mild and earthy flavor, extracted mushrooms, 1,500 milligrams of reishi per serving. I'm so intrigued. And these look, again, if you're listening to the audio and you want to see what these look like, go ahead and, and head over to Facebook. I'll keep this video up here on my Facebook page. So reishi mushroom elixir. So it looks like you just pour it into eight ounces of water. So this is what it looks like. It's a little blue packet. Yep, suggested use, add one packet to eight fluid ounces, 250 milliliters of hot water, or mix in smoothies. So I will do, once I try these, I'll give y'all an update on my thoughts, how they make me feel, what they taste like. But I'm really excited and just really grateful that I've had the opportunity to try these out for free, really. And all I had to do was take a minute of my time to go and leave a review, a five-star rating and review on his podcast on what I truly thought about it and enjoyed it. So that's what I would like to do in the future for my podcast is if you leave a rating and review, you might get something for free in return just because I appreciate y'all. And that is one of the best ways to help support the podcast. So if you love it, if you enjoy it, if there's something really that you feel, um, you know, pulled to in a specific episode, please do me that solid and, and let me know because if, if you don't tell me, then I just don't know. So the, that's the four sigmatic little haul that I wanted to talk about. Then... Disney ebook is number two on the list. So I did get my rough, rough, rough draft to my editor last week or no. Yeah, Sunday, Monday. I can't even remember. I got it to her a couple days ago. So she has it in her hands. I'm still working on it. I've got an assistant helping me with some things. She'll be editing that. I'm leaving for Disney Friday morning, flying out from New Orleans to Orlando. Going to meet my mother and my sister and hopefully my brother over there for a couple of days with some other friends as well. And I'm, it's a family trip, but at the same time, it's a business trip because during the process of my writing of this healthy Disney ebook, I wrote down in so many sections, you know, get the macros on this or weigh this out or see what this looks like in person. What's a photo of this? What are things that people are gonna wanna see? How can I make this as informative and, you know, exciting and fun to read as possible for people who are looking to go to Disney and not come back weighing 10 pounds more than what they left as. I don't want people to think that they, you know, are going on vacation and, you know, 
everything's out, out the window. There's no other option other than to just binge on things that they can only find at Disney. There are other ways you can stay on track with your diet and your nutrition and your fitness. It's totally possible and I will be example number one because I'm currently in a dieting phase and I will be going to Disney next week. I have five weeks until my first bikini bodybuilding show this season. So I, I literally have to stay on track or I will not be ready to get on stage in five weeks and then in seven weeks and then in 11 weeks. So I'm excited to get more details for y'all and I plan to actually vlog while I'm at Disney. That way I can really take y'all you know, video-wise through the adventure of staying on track with everything. So plan, if you enjoy YouTube videos, to get an idea of what I'm gonna be talking about in my ebook by watching this video series about healthy eating and staying on track while at Disney. Okay, moving on to number three. So this episode is a solo episode. My episodes on Sunday are interview episodes. Last week, I spoke with Billy Weatherall, and so that was kind of the first episode in more of a spiritual fitness and health um, set of audio recordings and set of interviews. This upcoming Sunday, I will be sharing with you all an interview with a woman named Annette Lay. She's a good family friend, and she was actually a really good friend of my sister's, and she's super, super involved with the Kelly Kicking Cancer Board, and she also has her own um, brand called Faith Over Coffee. So she's a blogger, she's Catholic, I'm Catholic as well. And this will not be, hey, we're Catholic, everybody should be Catholic, but it will be about her spiritual journey and what she has done to make sure, make sure that that's a part of her life. And, you know, she's gonna give tips and things on how to maintain spirituality in your health and fitness as well. Something cool for her, other than her Faith Over Coffee blog, is that she actually wrote an ebook, and it's called Dear Future Husband. And she's gonna talk a little bit about that and how she incorporates you know, her faithful look for a search for a husband and making sure that she maintains you know, faith as an important part of her journey. Because whatever you believe in, whether it's God or just some higher power, whoever it is, um, that's a huge part of your journey and you, you gotta believe in something. I mean, I, I, I guess you don't, but I, I believe in God. I believe in something of a higher power and um, that's what we're gonna talk about. So if that's what you wanna talk about, then that episode is going to be for you on Sunday. Those are the three talking points I wanted to cover before I jumped into the seven steps to cleaning out your fridge and your pantry. So let's get started on the actual podcast topic for today now that I've been talking to you for 10 minutes. <laughs> okay, so who is this for? Who is, who is this today's topic for? It is for anybody who needs to A, clean out their fridge and their pantry, but you're anybody who's on a fitness and health journey, anybody who is tired of you know having the extra weight on anybody who is stuck kind of plateaued you really just need somebody to come in and freshen things up to get a new look at life this is for you this is for anybody who's opened the fridge and you know you just haven't cleaned out the fridge in a really long time and there's not really anybody around that you can think of that supports you in making sure that you clean out your fridge and get some fresh fruits and vegetables and protein sources in there each week. It's something that you kind of need to do on a weekly basis. Not that it has to be a big deal. This, this clean out might take you 60 to 90 minutes if you're doing it efficiently, but it's something that if you do a little bit at a time, it's not going to take you a very long time each week. So I've got seven steps for you and we will start with number one. <laughs> so number one, the first step in 
getting your fridge and your pantry cleaned out is schedule it. Schedule a day and a time, at least 60 minutes, like 60 to 90 minutes. I scheduled 60 minutes with this particular client. We probably could have taken another 20 to 30 minutes to finish everything. We were a little bit rushed, but write it down on your calendar. If you don't write it down, it's not going to happen. I guarantee it. So that is step one. This this is these are practical like actionable steps that really help if you don't write it down if you don't actually put it on your calendar if you don't actually make it a priority you know it's just not going to happen so that is step one schedule it actually schedule it block it out in your calendar step number two and yes i do have notes right here uh, don't do it alone you absolutely don't have to do it alone and i really don't think you should do it alone because while we are our own worst critics in a lot of scenarios you are also going to be giving yourself the most excuses as to why you do need something or why you could potentially use something further down the road so i think you should find somebody it could be a friend it doesn't have to be a friend it could be a neighbor but i think it should be somebody that does not live in your household because again the people in your household are going to justify why you should or shouldn't keep certain things that may or may not agree with your goals. So find um, somebody who's gonna be objective, whether that's a coach, whether that's your, a neighbor, maybe it's a coworker, um, let's see, like some, somebody who, maybe a mentor, somebody somebody who's, whose health is in a place where you want to be. I think when you surround yourself with people who have already reached the goals that you want to reach, you are more likely to then level up your life and step things up and really reach yourself to the next level because you see, oh, somebody else has done it. It can be done. I can do it too. So I highly recommend you get somebody else who is, you know, putting themselves in a healthier position, an objective position, and they can kind of double check you here and there. And another note on that, if you are on a certain path as far as the type of dieting you're doing, you may want to consider whoever is going to help you what type of healthy lifestyle they are on. For example, if somebody is a diehard ketogenic fan and that is just their jam, their thing, they're totally for it and they kind of preach it to everybody. If that's not your jam, if that's not something that you want to do, then that might not be the right person to come in and clean out your fridge and pantry because they're going to have a very different viewpoint on what is considered healthy to them versus what may be considered healthy to you in order to reach your goals. So I'd find somebody who has aligned goals with you. That is step number two. So schedule in your day. Step number one. Number two, don't do it alone. Step number three is gonna be set your goals and intentions. So that really kind of comes right off of number two and finding the right person to help you out. If you don't know who the right person is, then, then you might wanna do step number three first and set your intentions and figure out exactly what the point of cleaning out your fridge and your pantry is. So some questions that I have and some you know talking points here, some different examples of what you should consider is, What's the point and the purpose of cleaning out your fridge and your pantry? What do you need to get out of the house? What's stressing you out? What are those temptations that are just in your face every time you open the fridge or the freezer door or your pantry? So for example, maybe that's my notification to get this podcast done. <laughs> 
Okay, so maybe you used to live with somebody, maybe it was a family member, an ex-husband, ex-wife, brother, sister, and half of their stuff is still in the fridge or the pantry. That's a good reason that you need to maybe shift and say, hey, there, a lot of this stuff in here is not even mine. Like, I need to kind of do an audit of what I have here and get rid of these things that maybe pertain to somebody else's goals, but they no longer live here, and now I want them to pertain to my goals. Maybe you have multiples of different condiments. So maybe you go ahead and you look in your pantry door and you say, oh, I have like eight jars of pickles or three different jars of ketchup that's been opened or, you know, two different things of honey mustard or maybe you have a lot of different types of honey mustard. Like <laughs> those are kind of examples of things that you might notice, maybe not when you're rushing to grab something out of the fridge, but when you kind of look in and you really start pulling things out to do an audit of what's in there. Leftovers, if you have a lot of leftovers, if you like to eat out a lot, we, those need to go. If, if it's not the next day or the day, they, they gotta go. Uh, highly processed food. Don't get me wrong, I love me some processed food every once in a while, but I feel so much better with healthy, whole, nutrient-dense foods. So if you know that you have a bunch of junk, junk foods, whatever it might be, you know, freezer food, stuff from, from in between the aisles at the grocery store that have been sitting there for a while, uh, that you might want to consider some of it needs to go. If it's been in there for six months and it's still fresh, it needs to go. And then anything tempting you on specific goals. So again, what is your goal? Do you want to be vegetarian? Do you want to be vegan? Do you want to follow a ketogenic diet? What is your goal with nutrition in, in, in life? Like, do you have a specific event coming up that you need to lose some weight for. For me, I have a bikini bodybuilding show coming up, so I need to make sure that I don't have a lot of processed um, foods in my fridge. Even something like protein shakes. I love Premier Protein Shakes. They're really fantastic. They have a lot of protein in them, 30 grams of protein per, per protein shake. But at some point, I noticed that when I needed to get more specific towards my goals, that protein shake was too processed. I need to get them out of the house. Drink up the last one and don't don't purchase them anymore for, for a time period. So that is just an example. So that is step three. Step one, remember, schedule out a day of time. Step two, don't do it alone. Find somebody who's gonna be objective and on track with your goals. And then step three is identify and set the goals, set the intention for the overall purpose of what you're doing. Set that ahead of time so that you don't just say, okay, I'm ready to go, and you start pulling stuff out of your fridge and freezer and your pantry, but you don't really have a, you know, a set idea of why you're doing that. So those are the first three steps. Step four, set yourself up for success. And what I mean by this is set, God bless you, Django. Set up a time limit for a decision on items. Maybe it's 30 seconds, maybe it's 60 seconds. But, God bless you, it's my dog, <laughs> one of them anyway. You don't wanna take something out of the fridge and then debate on whether you need it or not for like two or three minutes. A, you're gonna let all the cool air out of the fridge, <laughs> but B, you're probably gonna think, you're gonna overthink it, and then you're gonna put it back in the fridge because you think you need it. Give yourself 30 seconds and, and have, have that person, that friend, that coworker, whoever it is, time you. And at 30 seconds, if you haven't made a decision, get rid of it. Like set that up in advance. Like if you don't know in 30 seconds, get rid of it. Let's see. Oh, a trash can. Make sure you have a large trash can, a large trash bag sitting right there next to your fridge, freezer, pantry, ready to go so that you can dump items in it. 
If you don't have that set up, then you're gonna set things on the counter, you're gonna put them in piles, you're gonna make room in your fridge and kind of be like, oh, I'll come back to this stuff, I don't think. Get a trash can, throw things out immediately. You have 30 seconds and then it goes back in the trash can and, and you're done with it. Sink, make sure your sink is empty and ready for dumping liquids. I can't tell you how many, <laughs> going through my client's fridge, how many things that we noticed she had multiples of and we needed to just dump whatever you know two out of the three were and just throw it out but you don't want to fill up your trash can with full containers of liquid by any means so have your sink ready for dumping materials <gasps> hello boo oh my dogs just want to be a part of this thank you thank you this is abita <laughs> y'all you have to go back and watch the video if you're listening to this audio they're precious you're precious yes you are okay what next? So we talked about the sink, the trash can. Oh, a donation basket. So if, if, if you have a bunch of things like pasta and you know that you know at this period of time you are eating just way too many carbohydrates, you don't need you know the pasta that you seem to grab every week at the store, so, but you don't want to throw it out either. Like somebody else could benefit from having it. Set up a little box. It's like a donation box that you can bring to work or bring to your neighbor's house and assuming that they want these things and that they've already agreed to it and you're telling them, hey, I'm cleaning out my fridge and my freezer and my pantry, would you like any of these extra items because these are the things I'm trying to get rid of. Again, that's a way of accountability that's setting you up for success, letting other people know that they should be expecting you to bring by a bunch of food that you no longer need because it's not going to fit your goals. Not necessarily because it's a bad food, but because it doesn't meet your goals at this point in time. So that is step number four. Again, as a recap, step number one, schedule a daytime. Set, uh, step number two, don't do it alone. Step number three, set yourself, uh, uh, set the goals and the intention. And then step number four, set yourself up for success. Step number five is gonna be take those goals and the intentions and take action on them. So that means we're actually at the stage where we're going in and we're pulling things out of your fridge, freezer, and pantry. So I kind of have some, some sub steps within number five to help you with this. So start with the door of your fridge, start with the condiments, work your way top to bottom. You will be amazed at how many duplicates you might have of condiments or things like Chick-fil-A sauce packets or butter packets or crackers that you brought home from some restaurant for whatever reason, because you thought you might need them later get rid of all those things and leave yourself with one of each kind of condiment you don't need more than that you just don't you, you didn't know you had it anyway so just get rid of it um let's see we already talked about the trash can okay so we started top to bottom after after the condiments after the door then i would move top to bottom in the actual fridge so start front to back top to bottom and go shelf by shelf by shelf now, something that I did notice during this uh, client clean-out haul was things like eggs or raw proteins on the shelves that they probably shouldn't be. So if you have raw eggs, raw meats, raw fish, those kinds of things need to go to the bottom of your fridge. So if those items are in your fridge and they're still good, move them from the top shelves down to the bottom. What you definitely don't want is an egg to crack or your meat to drip onto something that is fresh, like fruits or vegetables or something you've already cooked. You don't wanna cross-contaminate any of that. So put your, your meats, 
and your eggs and things like that in the bottom if they are not cooked already. And then move things like, like your beverages, maybe your juices or your fruits and vegetables or your milks, things like that, more to the top or to the side door. So I would do your fridge, then I would move over to the freezer. If you find that there's a lot of leftovers, frozen things in there that you totally forgot you had, then at least now you're aware of what's there and you can use them or it's been sitting there for months and you don't need it, get rid of it. After the door of the freezer, move to the actual back of the freezer, go through all that, and then I would move to the pantry. And I would start with what's at eye level. Start hauling things out and then put back the things that you want to focus on at eye level. If there's something that you wanna to keep to have sporadically, put it where you're not necessarily gonna see it, that where it's not going to tempt you every time you open up your cabinet door. But it's the same way that like marketers place the really sugary delicious cereals at the eye level of children in shopping carts at grocery stores. You wanna put the things at eye level in your fridge, in your freezer, in your pantry that you want to have more often because you'll see them more often, it'll become more ingrained in your mind of like, oh, that's what I see, that's what I want. So if that, if you know that you need to eat more protein, more fruits and vegetables, you know, again, keep the protein if it's not cooked below the fruits and vegetables, but put them where those are the things you're gonna see first. You know you have to crouch down or get up on your tippy toes to see things at the very top and bottom, so keep that in mind when you are placing things in your fridge, freezer, or pantry. Okay, that is five steps, so we're moving on to six. So step six is now that you've eliminated a bunch of food and drinks and you have more space, now you actually need to clean. So grab the Clorox wipes, grab, grab the sponge, grab the soap, and actually clean out what you have in your fridge, freezer, and pantry. It's, if it's been a while, it's probably gonna be gross. If you have dogs like we do, and they eat raw chicken like ours do, we have to clean that part out of our fridge almost weekly. It's disgusting, but that chicken juice can get everywhere, and I promise you don't want it sitting there for for any length of time, it's gonna smell, it's gonna stink, you're not gonna like it. So go ahead, and now that you have eliminated, you know, as much as you can from your fridge, freezer, and pantry, actually clean it out before you go to the store and pick up more food and more beverages, and you don't wanna bring in all these clean, fresh, new things and sit them into something gross. It just doesn't make sense. So that is step six. Now that you've cleaned things out, actually clean it out. Step seven. Make a list of what you're now missing from your really fresh and clean fridge, freezer, and pantry and get ready for grocery shopping. That is your seventh step. So six and seven were pretty simple. So let's do a quick recap. Step number one was schedule a day and time. If you don't schedule it, if you don't write it down, if you don't talk to somebody else about making sure this is gonna happen, it's not gonna happen, you're gonna put it off, you're gonna say, oh, I'm too busy, it's not a priority, make it a priority. If your health is a priority to you, make it a priority to write down that you're gonna spend 60 to 90 minutes cleaning out your fridge, freezer, and pantry. Step number two, don't do it alone. Hold yourself accountable by getting somebody who can be objective to help you out with this. Somebody who is not just going to say, oh, well, you might eat that next week, or oh, well, that'll stay good for a long time. Just leave it in the pantry. No, Get, have somebody who's going to truly help you out, help you out. <laughs> Step number three, Django, Django, calm down. Step number three, set 
the goals and intentions for the clean out session. Understand what the point and purpose is before you just randomly start going in to your fridge, freezer, and pantry and chucking things right and left. Step number four, set yourself up for success by putting in kind of the systems to help you out with, with the fridge, freezer, and pantry clean out, like the trash can, like cleaning out the sink, um, like having a donation basket and maybe somebody for that to go to. So that way your donation basket doesn't sit on the counter for a couple of weeks while you try to figure out who to give it to. So that was the first, what, four or five? Five steps, oh, that was the first four. Step five, actually take your goals and your intentions and take action on them. Go through your fridge, freezer, and pantry, get rid of things. Step number six was now that you've eliminated all this food and beverages and leftovers, actually clean out your fridge, freezer, and pantry. And then step seven is now that you have a very clean fridge, freezer, and pantry, make a list of the things that you know are missing with your goals and intentions in mind so that you can now go to the store and pick up some fresh food and bring it back to a nice, clean, healthy environment. Awesome. So that, that was my seven steps to cleaning out your fridge, freezer, and pantry. I certainly hope that you all enjoyed that, and I can't wait to hear um, how, how you enjoyed it. So if you enjoyed it, I would love for you to either go to iTunes and leave an honest review and rating for me so that I know that you like this content and that it was informative for you, or take a screenshot of this episode, tag me in it on Instagram, and leave me a comment below that tag. That way I can you know, see what you do, don't like, and how I can make this better for you. Coming up next week, we're gonna roll this into how to properly go through the grocery store and pick out the right types of food to fill your fridge, freezer, and pantry. So make sure that y'all subscribe to this podcast if you wanna hear that next. And other than that, I really thank you all for your time. I love you and ah, that's about it. I always feel awkward closing out with a video and an audio. So I'm gonna close it out here. Thanks so much, I'll talk to you guys soon. Okay, bye. so much for spending time with me today and listening to the fitness empowerment podcast if you felt empowered to make a change in your life and take the next step on your health and fitness journey then please do me a favor and take a moment to share this episode with a friend who needs to hear this message this podcast is available via itunes soundcloud and anchor which shares to a multitude of other platforms so make sure you check out the platform that you enjoy most and if you really truly do enjoy this content then please do me another favor and go over to itunes give this podcast a five-star rating and an honest review and that will truly help the podcast to grow and reach as many people as possible so thank you in advance for that Also, if you know of someone, perhaps a friend or family member that has been through a huge struggle in their fitness and health journey and they have overcome that struggle, please pass them on to me. I would love to hear about their journey and share it with the rest of the world. Until next time, cheers to your next leap of strength.